Angie Coombs, The Waterfall Journey. Workbook, Study 3, God's Intention. This study explores the relationship that God intended to have with his children, all that was needed for sustaining life in abundance flowed from the Father, where life and relationships were complete in the overflow of love, where identity was secure. The key thought is, I know whose I am. The authority of Jesus flowed out of this, knowing who he was, what he came for, and in whose strength he was doing it. Plus, he abided in the knowledge of the absolute love of the Father. Things make sense when we have the same perspective. Understanding the significance of the place is a revelation. When we abide in the waterfall, it is a place. Within its defined borders, we are who God says we are. We are connected. We are back into spirit-to-spirit communication with the Father just like Jesus was. In the waterfall, we designed to live out of knowing absolute love and belonging, value and worth, meaning and purpose, and only here, in relationship with the Father, are we home. Our love tanks can be full. People's experience may be far from this, but transforming our inner stories is God's heart. He will lead each one of us on a pathway of healing and intimacy, if only we are willing. So in this study, we're going to explore how our relationship with the Father drives God's story, how we are born to be confident of our identity and the love of the Father, and how we are destined to be key players in God's story. Let's begin by reading Genesis chapters 1 and 2 to get the overview of God's intention. And then consider, it begins in beauty and harmony with the perfect relationship between God and his children. In Genesis 2 and verse 7, we have witnessed the intimate way that the Father gives life to his desire for a family. He bends, he gathers, he breathes, and with his life he gives us life. This means we share God's DNA, nature and character. We are family, image bearers. God had set Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. God created the best he had for them. God is love, and in this second subplot of his story, Love is the driving force for the Father to create his family in his image. Within that loving framework, we as God's children are designed to both work with the Father, trusted and spirit-led, as we serve his purposes, and to be held in a loving relationship where heart, mind and spirit are one. This is the waterfall the place of abiding in the Father's presence. It is where Jesus walked, and it is where we were created to live. Why the waterfall? 
Many years ago, in the early stages of this ministry, the waterfall was a God-given picture. It has proved significant for many, being evocative of the experience as well as the connections of the relationship on offer. Imagine you're standing in a waterfall of love flowing over you and through you. This is the river of water of life, the wellspring of life that Jesus speaks about in John chapter 4, verses 10 to 14. It is the love that flows from the Father. It is also symbolic of the deep spiritual connection through which every need is sustained within us, ensuring that the life of the children mirror the harmony and the rhythm of the Father's heart. God's intention was for us to live in this place. It has borders like Eden. It is home and there is safety because it is encircled by the Father's arms and in the protection that he affords. He delights in providing the best for us. This was the place where we were created to live, abiding in the presence of the Father. The living water sustained life in Adam and Eve on every level, an experience of having all their needs fully satisfied within that relationship. We are all created to be sustained by the Father in three crucial areas. To know we are unconditionally loved and so we have a place where we belong. To know we are valued as individuals and have worth in the eyes of others. And to know that our life has meaning and purpose, that our being will make a difference. The vertical relationship with the Father is the key to deep and perfect harmony between human beings. The garden is a picture of trust, intimacy and richness. Sublime relationships in a sublime landscape where God's children were aligned to his will and purposes. Let's have a time of reflection. I suggest you read Genesis chapter 1 and 2 through again and then reflect on the following questions. As we said last time, you may find it helpful to make written notes and then reflect in the presence of the Holy Spirit. As we cannot emphasize enough, it is He who will lead you. Try it and see. For the biggest lesson in these workbooks is learning to hear and to respond to the Holy Spirit's wisdom and leading. What we are learning is the Father's heart and you can have confidence that God will open up your understanding. Here are the questions. Question 1. What is the evidence in the first two chapters of Genesis of God's great love for his children? Question 2. Consider Genesis chapter 1 verses 27 and 29 and Genesis chapter 2 verses 19 and 20. What do these verses tell us of the way God intended his children to be involved in his plans? What does that tell us about the way God regards us?
Question 3. Now consider the life of Jesus as he walked on the earth. Look at the evidence in the Gospels for where you see him being sustained in each of these crucial areas. Love and belonging, value and worth, meaning and purpose. Question 4. Take a moment with the Holy Spirit to consider your present experience of these crucial needs. Write down a list of all the things of value in your life that you could not do without. Refine that list by half. And finally, cut it down to the three most important things to you. Consider this final cut of the three most valued things in your life. Do they deliver your crucial needs for love and belonging, value and worth, meaning and purpose? If not, where do you get satisfaction in these three areas? Don't forget to journal your responses. This may be painful to reflect on now, but come on the journey and the Holy Spirit will bring you to a new place. I stand for you, trusting God will restore you in his time and his way. It's why Jesus came and died for us, to make us whole and free. Let's say again, as we journey, it's important to practice experiencing the love of God. The waterfall journey is not based on who we might feel God is, but rather it rests on the character of God his nature and his word. He cannot act outside these truths. His very essence is love. A relationship with God is not just about facts, but about understanding and experiencing his love. So imagine you're standing under that waterfall of love. Stand in the shower and let the love of the Father flow over you and through you. This is not just a trickle, but a thundering, drenching cascade, bigger than every waterfall on earth. Love for you. If this is difficult for you, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Practice. Stand under the shower and imagine the water as love. What you feel does not count. God's love is flowing to you choose to believe what he says. In subsequent studies we're going to look at why we sometimes find it's difficult to experience the love of God and as we're willing to embark on a journey with the Holy Spirit of inner healing God will in his time remove the barriers that hinder us. Follow with hope if you struggle with this. So this week's challenge ask the Holy Spirit to reveal the love of the Father to you and to help you receive his truth in your heart. Take the Father at his word and read or listen to the Father's Love Letter to be found on fathersloveletter.com and verse by verse choose to believe its contents. God cannot lie. When he says he loves you, he means it. Choose to believe him. Next time, we're looking at what went wrong in Eden. 
and the consequences for mankind.